Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, Sam. I'm One, celebrations are in order. As of this recording, this is the first Dungeon Dive Bar recording since I finished Kingmaker. My first ever full AP campaign. Woohoo! It was three years, seven months, and 28 days. That's a slog. Also found out that I started on my birthday in 2018. Ah, wow. <laughs> nice. That was session zero. So when are you speedrunning Giant Slayer? Well, now everyone like, can dox you. By uh, no, God. actually, I suppose I suppose not because we don't know when we recorded this. No, but people who can are in the, our multiple servers that I posted this excitedly can do some they logic. They can backdate this. They, they know when the out. earliest day it was could be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but. I would like to share with you guys something I discovered on a whim. And you're going to see this and go, this is absolutely something Sam would buy himself one day. So, I was watching a flight simulator video. A Microsoft Flight Simulator. Boy. Like I do. I love simulator games. I think we all know this from my love of Power Wash and everything I talk about. And I went, I wonder... There's Flight 6 for controlling planes and, you know, wheels for pedals for cars. I wonder if there's one for trains. Behold, the train conductor setup. Look at all of that. Yep. That, what the Here's, fuck? There's actually a train conductor peripheral? Yeah. Oh, why not, man? So this, is actually, so this was designed for, like, model train set controls. Yeah. But the people who made it also made it so you can use it as a functional peripheral for train simulator 2022 world train simulator any train controlling game amazing it looks so cheap though it looks like plastic yeah, yeah. it is plastic yeah. probably i mean yeah, yeah. It's, it's designed for model trains <laughs> yeah it, well you say that but this is still a 200 dollars device oh absolutely yeah yeah Actually, that's, um, that's still not bad considered uh, compared to rigs for uh, racing sims. <laughs> right? Oh, racing out. sim rigs are insane. Oh, racing things. That really looks yeah, like, like a kid's toy. I mean, it, yeah. There's no cap on how much you can spend on simulations. Like, No. And like, so here's a boat throttle one, for instance. This is $380. Look how much it doesn't have. Oh, jeez. It look at how look small. Like it's it. got the Xbox logo on it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's for Xbox it Series look. X controls. It's designed for flight simulators and boat simulators. But this just looks cheap. Yeah. I grew up with driving with the like steering wheel and you had the stick and the pedals. I learned how to do racing games doing that because that's how my dad wanted it. I this. I still don't know how to drive stick. <laughs> oh, I don't. Neither know do I. Well, I drove stick once. I didn't destroy the car. It, uh, it worked out. Well, that's my I, point. That's why I don't use those crazy setups is because I can't I, drive stick. <laughs> I knew I did not know how to drive stick until I met my wife and she taught me. Really? Yeah, that's cool. Okay. You have doubled the amount of people I know who can drive stick. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll learn eventually. If I ever have a car that I have the option to get it in manual, I'll learn. I don't yeah. see the reason. Uh, I, it never uh, matters. Cool factor. That's cool factor. It's, really Being able it's to just about the cool factor. You can drive stick. That's kind of about it. Yeah. Yeah. You can get faster acceleration than you can with an automatic. Is that true, though? Because electric cars have faster acceleration than most of your manuals. Oh, I'm talking about gas powered. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, that's depending on the car, some can. That's why a lot of racing cars are actually stick cars. Yeah. But 
anyway, look at these peripherals. And I just wanted to ask you guys, if you had a peripheral for a game you liked a lot, not something like you say like, oh yeah, like a Tailspire for Pathfinder or Roll20 or anything like that. I mean like a physical peripheral for a game or something you enjoy doing. What would you do? Matthew, I assume it is a soda stream so you can make your own Mountain Dew. I already have soda stream and they suck. The Mountain Dew flavor <laughs> sucks. It's not real dew, it sucks. But uh, <laughs> what? But I would say a real peripheral is a actually functioning and not crappy power glove. A power, power what? Glove. Power glove. From oh, power, power glove. glove. Oh, fuck. They I suck love... so bad. I still oh, my God. when I was a kid. But man, they suck. But, I yeah. think. When did the power glove even come out? The original in the US. No, I, no, 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 no. I know when what it came out for. I'm just like, when did it the come out? The original in the US would have been late. 1989. Congratulations, Matthew. You were the only one who was alive when the power glove was before the power glove. <laughs> That's horrible. I was 12. <laughs> yeah, three years later, I came out. <laughs> and I went, it's time for video games. <laughs> Our glove and Rob, who were both really cool. Oh, we I love Rob. They, they both weren't really cool. <laughs> we're both I I have Gyromite. Like I love playing Gyromite. It's yeah. so much fun. And that's about it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all you can do with Rob. That's right. Exactly. Uh, Alex, what about you? I know you have a lot of hobbies and things that I'm sure there I are so plenty. Many. Yeah, I'm like, like I want to know what Alex is going to pick. So part of it is I have the things for a lot of them already. Like I have the full. The guitar that interfaces with the computer with the like 140 some sensors or whatever to figure out where your fingers are actually at i have an adapter to do midi input from my keyboard i i the one the thought that came to me would be like some sort of long sword adapter to like play the witcher where you actually just have to swing the sword <laughs> and just die a lot that's cool see the the problem i had was exactly what you had which you know i've got the arcade games i got the i got the the soda stream i'm actually getting a fountain machine in a week so nice, <laughs> nice. same issue i remember when the motion center technology entered mainstream because i went to an arcade and it was just a katana hilt <laughs> and it was a, a, a game. It was the first time I'd ever seen this game. This was like, I want to say 2003, 2004 maybe. And it matched your, your motions. And like the blade was only on the screen so you could swing it and not hit people over the head with a yeah, katana. Yeah, yeah, But I was just like, this is so cool. Because prior to that, like Matthew, it was all just light sensor technology from like pulling a trigger and the screen reacting to a sensor. Yep. And it was just, I was blown away. And then two years later, the Wii came out. And I was blown away. Because I was like, motion technology that works? And then it didn't work. And then they put out the Wii Motion Plus. And then it kind of worked. And then the Kinect happened. Did anyone do Link's crossbow training? I did. I, Caden has the crossbow attachment. We, I played Link's crossbow training. It's hysterically fun. Yeah, it is. It inspired an entire separate side character named Linkle. Which sounds like the world's worst OC. <laughs> and which is almost exclusively used for porn. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you were wrong. This is but... Linkle. He's my Link Sona and also my porn Sona. <laughs> I mean, literally, look at look at her. 
She dual wields crossbows. Oh, oh boy. yeah. If I had to, if someone asked me she's what a character would make so for, uh, well, she's not holding them. They're in boot holsters. They're, oh, yeah. they're on holsters on her thigh highs. Oh boy. This is a character that is, feels made for porn parodies. Yeah, yep. She was made for Hyrule Warriors. She's not in Hyrule Warriors. Yes, she is. She is a DLC character. Interesting. I did not know that. I don't have that Local DLC. Canon. I thought I had them all. <laughs> I did too. I mean, when it comes to having. You have to cross-link it with your Hyrule Warriors Legends game, but if you have the definitive edition, it should you should be able to access her. Interesting. Uh, Check it out. No, I don't have the definitive. Yeah. Because, I mean, when it comes uh, to yeah, she dual-wields crossbows, which actually makes her really good for uh, clearing missions. Her sure. giant compass just says to me that she's a member of the Pathfinder Society and therefore Kringe. <laughs> <laughs> What would you, what peripheral would you want, Megan? Yeah, I was gonna say, like, so, uh, speaking of peripheral, she obviously has her giant compass, what does Megan want? I, like, see, the thing is, my main hobby is doing art, and there's not a peripheral for that, it's just, you, you do, you get art supplies. I guess a drawing tablet, like a screened drawing tablet, that'd be nice. Yeah, oh, my, my, one of my art friends just got, like, a new 24-inch tablet. And they spend the entire day, like, crying about how happy they are to have this amazing tablet. But, like, my unscreened one works fine, so... Then, uh, Garrett, what do you want? Bro, I've got no idea. Fuck. That's a hard question. I want the Elon Musk brain chip. That's my peripheral. <laughs> yeah, just the, the life peripheral. First, it just... you do realize he's gonna turn you into, like, a Cyberpunk 2020-ass, like... I don't think that's a downside Corporate for Garrett. Elon Musk is, is speedrunning cyberpunk America, I'm pretty sure. Like, he's you're going to become, should... become a cyborg corpo slave, Garrett. I mean, I did play corpo on my run of 2077, just saying. <laughs> oh, I love cyberpunk well, so much. The other peripheral I want, for real life, is my own distillery. So I can make my own alcohol. Speaking of which, what's everybody drinking? I have a whiskey and ginger ale because I wanted to. That's that it. Sense. I've got a Voodoo Ranger Agent 77 IPA. Ooh. I'm recovering yeah. from COVID, so I have so many fluids. I have a liter <laughs> of water, 36 ounces of enhanced water, 24 ounces of tea, and like 12 ounces of gin and tonic. That's a lot of fluid. <laughs> Please, dear God, don't let this episode go long. I will <laughs> just Man. murder Alex so he can go back to sleep. I'll kill. I'll kill. Uh, I'll kill off Isaiah. Character number three. Let's go. No, it's just so that I can go to the bathroom. Later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Megan, what do you got? I have a kinky Cosmo. So basically, a cosmopolitan, but I made it with kinky as well as vodka because I hate myself. Right, Megan. <laughs> I have a story for you, specifically because you said you reminded me. So, for Tubishvat, which is a uh, the Jewish birthday of the tr celebration of the trees, he got garlic-stuffed green olives. And Caden said, you need to make a martini and put all the olives in there just so you can make a joke to Megan about it. <laughs> and I went, that would be funny if I liked gin or vodka. Oh, I love gin. How do you not... How do you not like... Like gin, I get there's there's some strong flavors there, but vodka's just nothing. Gin tastes like, it's like a tree. It'd be perfect for the tree birthday. It Bobby, would be. Gin is uh, I had whiskey for it because of the barley and the rye. 
that was Makes part sense. of the grains sure. you needed to cover. Mm. Sure. sure. Uh, I just I just don't like vodka. It's it's that simple. It's just I don't like the flavor, and I can drink it if it's in a heavily mixed drink. But like I can taste it through the olive juice of a dirty martini. Luke's the solid doesn't have any taste. Just saying. Yeah. Well, I'll we'll have to buy that next time. I usually just get uh, Tito's because it's. Luke Luke is the only vodka that I'll straight up drink straight. Wow. Luke Sasawa is probably is comparably to Tito's too. Yeah. Oh, it's, cool. It, yeah, it's and it's potato vodka instead of uh, grain vodka. I will have to check I it out. I got some then... for my mom as like a not really early Christmas present, but just like at Thanksgiving because she's allergic to corn, and I think she almost cried. She Aww. was like, "That's so thoughtful." And then uh, Matthew, I shudder to ask, how much Mountain Dew? Well, I have a twelve pack of Mountain Dew Spark here. I'll probably only get through six or seven cans. <laughs> Matthew, we play for 90 minutes! Right, that's exactly correct. We'll see, we'll see how far I get. I don't know how far. That's a full can every 15 minutes. Yeah, that's easy. <clears throat> Alright, you know what? Let's see if you post it off. <laughs> Maldrick, roll me an initiative and put you on the tracker. Let's see. Where's my dice at? Uh, we are on floor 9. Uh, Isaiah is being quote unquote flanked by Morlocks. I say in quotes because they can stand in the same square as the other and it's counted as flanking. Gotta get my dice out, because I forgot to do that. Gonna make a whole lot of noise. And my initiative's in there. Alright. Awesome. Your initiative is in there. Let's put you in the correct spot. Oh and also Gareth has the means to just completely decimate all of them. Yeah, they have light blindness, and Gareth's channels deal light light damage. All right, Gareth, you're up. So they're at all the top blind of the round. right now, right? They're all blind and dazzled. Okay. I believe. Okay. Blind for this round. I'm going to start by. Uh, well, hold on. Let's let's just do quick channel. So it's a two. Hold on, I gotta mark that down. And we will get my D6 out. And I did smart myself in advance and put all of their HPs on their tokens because they're all the same. It's ace, it's uh, DC 2119. I've forgotten about the belt last time. Yes, you did tell me this off air and we were going to correct it the next time you channeled. You right, do not exactly. account for your one of your abilities, your items that bump your DCs. All right, oh, so nice. you need to roll your saving throws. Oh, right. Crap. So many saving throws, I think. Uh, one, two, three, and I think I said you can't reach the other guys. You did. Yeah. So I need to roll three saves. Failed one. Failed two. I got a three, a five, and a seven. Alright, those all fail. Terribly. And so they Give all me take your 20, damage. 24 points of damage. Alright. Isaiah. As you see this energy blast over, over and you, around, I had and around you, channel. like you're just in this aura of not light, you see one of the Morlocks scream, grab its eyes, and collapse, unconscious. Which means you are no longer considered being flanked. Not that it helped them against your AC. That was my move, my move action. So my, I need. I need you to chat. I'm gonna do. Oh uh, no, there's only two left, and they're really damaged. I'll let fighters take care of it and save channels. So I will instead say, 
Ellie G. Willikers, Desna sure is great, and disappear again. I don't think you were ever not visible. Channeling doesn't. Isn't oh because you channeled offensively. Channeled the harm offensively. Yeah, yeah so channeling think, the harm does break it. it yeah, it broke it. So I, yeah, I was still effectively invisible because they were blind. So yes, yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. Uh, it is this. Ooh, right. Guess who did his favorite thing in the world and doesn't open character sheets? Oh. One more. You, thing. I am a hundred percent prepared, guys. None of us I are am... really with it today. It's fine. Just wait. One more thing. The yep. entire area is flooded with the daylight spell for nine rounds. Yes. Just so you know. It lasts for as long as I have level, uh, as my level. Yes, and they have light blindness, which makes them blind. They are blind and dazzled as long as they are in the area. So, this one, you, I believe only Isaiah can see this guy. As he screams and squeezes through the rubble and leaves, screaming, THE LIGHT, IT BURNS, in undercommon, if any of you understand that. I do, actually. So, <laughs> is like, I don't know what he's saying, but, uh, didn't sound happy. <laughs> and, uh, disappears into the darkness. Internal monologue, of course, because I didn't do my accent. Very on top of things today, just like everyone else. It's fine. We're drinking. We're having a good time. Uh, that is his turn. Uh, you just hear the screaming. I don't mean to remove, like, the awesomeness of this moment Gareth's doing, but unfortunately, it is time for the comedy of errors. This Morlock comes out, blinded by the light, fails his acrobatics check to move more than half speed, and falls on his face in front of his Aya. No. No. Good, 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 good. I really have to trip them to get them on the ground. <laughs> and then... Just a little too soft for you, huh? Oh, no, I'm sorry. That is exactly half his move speed. So he does manage to get there, but he stumbles mm. blindly like a fucking drunkard. He stumbles in like Maldrick after he <laughs> yeah, does like, finish the floor. Yeah, he walks like Maldrick. Which, speaking of... <laughs> Does he have cover doing that, or do I get an AOO as he moves in? No, I don't know. He just steps into this. Never mind. Yeah, he goes like that. Yeah. Yeah. So Isaiah is just but... also reeling from the light at this point, probably. No, he uh, does and... not have lights in there. And yeah. it's around him. I just I meant flavor reeling. The only area that... His armor is gleaming menacingly. The, the pyre highlights of his armor are, like, glowing sinisterly in the light. Yeah. It's very cool. Unfortunately, he's dealing with a bunch of blind, funky little weirdos who, uh, very much like in a Tom and Jerry cartoon when Tom's blind and he's just, like, blindly feeling and then he just feels, like, Spike. He's just grabbing and, like, feels the jowls and then it's like, so this more, like, goes and, like, touches Isaiah, feels all the spikes, screams, and tries to hit him with his sword. Misses with a very low roll, not even bothering with the concealment for being blind, but I'll do it anyway. 76. He would have made it. He would have made it, but not with his two hit of bad. Yeah. I'll even tell you the number, because it's funny. He rolled an 18. Oh. Gave him a chance to run. I really did. You did. Maldrick, you're up. <laughs> Maldrick's here, guys. Cool. Well, Reth has got oh. a reach weapon, so I can move up here and punch them. Yep. <clears throat> and they're blind, so you don't even have to worry about provoking from that. Cool, cool. 
And you can move at any point during spell combat, right? So I could spell combat technically here. Yeah. Because sure. it's not a full round action. Uh, spell combat is a full round action. But oh, I'm then you can't sure move. move. I'm pretty sure you can't. I, I actually just looked this up because a friend of mine was asking about bullseye shot, and the rule is you can't take any move or move equivalent actions and then perform a full round action. If it has a uh, casting time of one round, you can, because you can move and then start the casting, but a full round action has to be standing still. Okay, okay. yeah, so I'm going to cast a spell and then move up. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to frostbite then. Um, Alright. And roll the hits. That is... Not the highest number. Uh, math, math, math. That is a 20 to hit. I'm gonna remember to turn on their blinded condition to drop their AC by drastic because <laughs> they have no dex board of AC anymore. Yeah. If they weren't blind, a 20 would miss. But because they're blind, a 20 is a hit. Cool. And they don't have any cold resistance, so beat the shit out of them. Cool, cool. Alright, so that is gonna be... 14, 15, 16, 17, and then 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 26 points of damage. Nice. To the one that is biting Isaiah? Yes. Okay. Just make that a little easier for you guys. One red dot, one blue dot. The blue guy is the one that just moved up. The red one's the one Isaiah has been fighting. Yep. Uh, Maldrick. Okay. That hit the one he's been fighting. Yeah. You guys hear noise. I love noise. Noise happens. Voice. This guy's dead. I'm taking him off the tracker. Sweet. It is Retha's turn. Oh, well, reach Retha. There's a couple of them in stabbing distance. There's two in stabbing distance, and you have two attacks. Yep. Oh, that's a d12. I'm stupid. I may be stupid. Um, let's roll the correct die. That's a three on die, but uh, they're Morlocks, so it's probably fine. And they're blind, so they lose their dex base anyway. 18 to hit on the first attack. An 18 is a hit, thanks to their blindness. Good. The other one is a much, much cleaner sweep with a 24. <laughs> All right, question one. Who were you hitting first, red or blue? Red is the one that's been getting the shit kicked out of it. Blue is the one that just walked up. I'll finish off red first. Okay, your static alone takes out his 7 HP. Roll it for the funsies. <laughs> Alright, funsies. Uh, 16 piercing, 2 acid. With 18 damage, he too goes unconscious. I'm just gonna pull him Another off the tracker as a courtesy to myself. Is, oh gosh, 15 <laughs> piercing, minimum piercing. And 6 acid though. Ooh, Max Acid as he's... This poor guy, he stumbled up, blind, gets gets suddenly gets stabbed, he's and chaotic. melted. He deserves it. They yeah, are chaotic hey, evil. Hey, hey, hey! Being chaotic this... is cringe? <laughs> no, being lawful is cringe. Cringe fail. Gareth's okay because he's my brother, so it makes up for him being cringe in all other respects. <laughs> to Gareth, Retha is cringe. That's right. This Morlock is, you know, I'm really, really like that Dazzle is a condition I could put on roll twenty. I love having roll twenty character sheets sometimes. I don't have to do hard, do all the math anymore. I just make it do the math for me. Cringe is in the eye of the beholder. Natural twenty though on Isaiah. But there's no beholders oh. in this game. To confirm, I don't confirm with a twenty-five, but he is blind. Yeah. 
with a 49. Ah, <laughs> uh, so close. So close. <laughs> so like, Isaiah, you see the blade glint, like you know that's gonna be a solid blow. And he just like, whiffs completely. <laughs> He's like facing the wrong way and I'm like, good form, I guess. <laughs> like he, he screams in the light as he chops into his unconscious buddy's body. And it is this blind Morlock's turn. <laughs> who hears the noise, can't see anything, is also going to take a five-foot step up, knowing the last location of his buddy, just putting him here for ease of convenience, and is going to make an attack. This is the green-dotted one that I'm going to put to the front so that you can see him over the blue-dotted guy. Uh, and once again, going to make an attack roll and miss with a two-on-die. Isaiah, they have literally lined themselves up for you. I love it when they choose pain. <laughs> he's just gonna lay into that. Sam like, just, like, just hackling. <laughs> <laughs> I am not ashamed of my love of violence. I only have two attacks, so a 21 and a 13, but blind and wherever they're at. The 13 actually still misses. Without any decks? Rough. They have armor. That's right, they were have they have armor. Yeah, That's you right. remember that they were strangely well equipped with great swords and armor and studded leather instead of the normal great clubs and no armor. Uh, a 20 yeah. does not manage to take him out though. Rough. Yeah. He just sort of teases them with it. He's like, I can't kill you too quickly. You gotta enjoy the pain. For six whole seconds before Reva stabs you in the dick. Or, or Gareth channels the death. Yeah. I'll have a different I have a different approach. Are you gonna delay and not waste more resources on this pathetic encounter? I'm not gonna waste resources, I'm gonna have some fun stuff though. Oh, is it my turn? Throw your star knife at them. It's yeah, it's your turn. Alright, so we haven't <laughs> done this in a long time, but it's time to have some fun with the star knife, especially with that new belt or with that new uh, headband. It's uh I'm gonna take deadly aim, I'm gonna throw it at Breen first because I get two attacks and with that new belt and deadly aim so it's minus two so I get a plus twelve to whatever I roll here. Uh, the butterfly star knife, the beautiful bedazzled uh, bedazzled, bedazzled one, yeah. Alright, so Alright, here we go. Uh, there's a 31 hits. Yes, 31 okay. hits. Alright, so fucking charisma to hit. Uh, so, 7 plus 4, 11 plus... So 17 points of damage. To green or to blue? Green first. Green falls unconscious as the star knife, glittering in the light because it's so bedazzling in rhinestones. <laughs> and then it... Returns to you. It now blinks back onto my belt. Right. And... You have the blink back. I do! I've had this staff for a long time. I just haven't been using my star knife for so long. Then I uh, use uh, my... Imagine I focusing so hard into Desna DFT and then not even using it. I know, right? <laughs> and then so I throw it again at blue. Okay, but this one's only... It's, it's still deadly aim. Instead of plus 12, it's only a plus 7 to hit. Natty 20! Roll to confirm! Let's see if we can confirm this boy. You, I don't think you're gonna have a hard time. Natty 18 to confirm. That's that is disgusting. a confirmed so, star knife critical. 
Oh, it's <laughs> Disgusting. Three. Roll your, what is it, 3d4 plus 45? Fuck uh, it, let this might sit right there. Yeah, that's exactly what it is right now. It's 3 d 4 plus 45. That's 12, 4, 8, uh, 10 points plus 40, 55 points of damage to Blue. Alright, you deal a massive 4. Like, you nearly cut his arm off in with how much you're starting to just cleave through. As you throw, like, a goddamn Naruto shuriken. <laughs> this is fun, guys! I, I mean, like, like how the fuck else are you supposed to use a star knife? Because they always depict them on the in the art as having an even number of wings. Yep. So, like, if you tried to stab someone with it by the handle, you would stab yourself too, like in the inner forearm. It absolutely is like the fucking uh, Fuma, giant Fuma Shuriken from Naruto, an yeah. actual ninjutsu. Yeah. Hey guys, this is a lot of fun. Eh? We should fight these guys more often. And uh, to go with that, I imagine, like them, it is much more sensible where there's only a blade on one edge, so you're less likely to stab yourself when you use it. <laughs> Those are basically like just four katanas strapped to a circle. Yeah. As opposed to four broadswords stapled to a handle. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, the, the one Destin character I have... I just designed her star knife with five points so that she can use it in melee without fucking killing herself. Logical. This it's blue guy. He's still alive. Somehow. He just took fifty-five points of damage. He's alive. Somehow. Wow. <laughs> He's scary. Oh, they have two attacks. I forgot. Uh, first attack miss with a fourteen, and then a miss with an eleven. And just for funsies, concealment. 48 and 69. Oh, would have nice. been best possible, but you missed. Yeah. I'd love to see them struggle. <laughs> he is struggling. That's so much fun. Maldrick, there's one left in punch range. Oh boy. Uh, you know how it'd be Frostbite. Oh, wait, All no, right. Frostbite's still active, so uh, I'm just going to full attack. <laughs> All right, let's get it. All right, that is it. Oh, I punched my Discord button. That's bad. Yeah, I should not do that. That is a 24. 24 is a hit. Alrighty. Four. Off the desk. There we go. 17 plus uh, three is 20 plus nine more. 29 damage. He had 12 hit points left. You killed him. You just like... Mount Gareth's like nearly slices his arm off. You just punch him in the shoulder, and his body just bursts. Let's go. And as you punch him, you hear a door shut somewhere in the room, and we are out of initiative. I wanted a five foot step forward as well, just so I can see better. Well, we're out of combat, so you can explore to your heart's content. Cool. Uh, give me perception checks. I'll pass. My perception's garbage. <laughs> I'll pass. Well, I can sure try. I've been there. I feel that. I have a plus 18 to perception, so I'll roll that. Are you not trying? I have a 23. Okay. Yeah, I'm not trying. 23? Yeah. That's gonna get you some information about a, this area. Now that you're able I to sit and explore. I have 31 right now. I have 36. Oh. Oh, right. Going? Everyone has their tears to wine on, right? Oh, tears to wine. I have to double check that tears to wine me, is a... Uh... And it's a 41 total. Was plus uh, Declan made you all some good soup before we left. With a 41, as you guys are looking around, let me read you the text of the area. 
the passage opens into a severely damaged chamber. Rubble torn from the excavated walls lies everywhere. Across the room stand the remains of a dividing wall now torn down to its foundation. That'd be this area. The far wall is piled with slabs of broken stone. In a few places, badly damaged remains of ancient glyphs can be still be seen. And Declan can read the DC-28 linguistics check to reveal the glyphs are Aslanti. Declan's not here, but I think he speaks Aslanti, too. He does so. speak Aslanti, so he knows it anyway. Also, on these bodies, Alex, if you want, there are three sets of studded leather and three great masterwork great sword. Also, I'm going invisible. You do that, buddy. I'm sorry, not masterwork. Three plus one great swords and uh, plus one studded leather. Great, more money. More money. But, Isaiah, you have a knowledge local. I'm sure I do. This is for identifying creatures, then? Yeah, this would be for monster lore. I am untrained, but I think I can make it anyways, because monster lore. 13. Uh, is that with the monster lore bonus? Yeah. That's... No, that can't possibly be right. That can't I possibly can be right. Try. Yeah, you can make knowledge local to identify I also have untrained. a thing that gives me a bonus to identify creatures, so... Yeah, go for it. Anyone who has local can go for it. And if not, I'll have Declan exposition about it later. That's or after 31 this. 31 local? 31? Retha, from what Declan's described, Morlocks don't have access to magic normally. Someone is supplying them with magic weapons and armor. They don't have worked weaponry, besides like the most simple of things like simple weapons. And they don't wear anything more than like shitty leather they got off like a pig or another Morlock they killed and skinned. So that they have worked gear is highly suspicious. Somebody is providing for these Morlocks. It's, they don't usually have stuff. It's gotta be Haast. It's, it's gotta be It's his fault. I wouldn't jump to that conclusion, but... As much as I'd like to agree with you, I don't think it was him. Probably someone who's been here a little longer deeper. There are so, so many other people standing up against us in this spire. You think it's Karkash? He's still alive. Could be. I, I intend on remedying that one, too. Also, with your perception check, with your DC 15, you notice there is a concealed passageway that I did not block off, but it is to the south. Also, as you're looking, because of the poor construction and your DC 5 perception check requirement. You spot everyone's favorite thing. You guys ready? Yes. You guys ready? Yes. You're not ready. Oh. Secret door! Hey! Wait, a secret door of DC 5? Oh, wow, since we've seen those. Yeah. A really secret, bad door. secret door and a secret tunnel. <laughs> DC 5 is literally standing out in the open. Like It's not a hard... It's not a well-built door. In the field is secret DC tunnel. <laughs> Through the dungeon. Also, with your, what did you say, 41 perception? 41 perception, You saw that Morlock scream and run in over here? You can tell that it is booby-trapped. The way the tunnel is dug, it's very... You have to squeeze through to get into it. And it's highly likely that it is rigged to fall and crush, like, collapse and suffocate whoever's in there. If they spot somebody. It's a trap, trap tunnel down there and go all down on things. I don't know how to take care of traps. And there's more. 
Oh, I, I, By the entrance where you entered the room, there's another tunnel, and uh, with your perception check, Ratha, I'm just gonna clear the uh, crap. You can see that there is a hallway that leads to a regular door. Not secret. Well, that seems easier than the uh, secret do- secret tunnel, or we could try that secret door. It would normally take a few minutes of time to dig through the rubble, but you have a spear that can melt flesh and stone. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, it's made out of adamantium, which is also known as Dorbegon, so. Yeah. Yeah. So with about 30 seconds of work, you shred these rocks into just sludge, just dust and sludge, and you have three ways you can go. The normal door to the west, the secret door to the west, the or tunnel. the very obviously rigged trap in the south. <laughs> I feel like the trap tunnel is the wrong choice. They might be expecting us to go through the regular door, so do we want to try the secret one? I'm going wherever you guys tell me to go. I'm good. I'll just stay in the middle. Stay invisible. Well, Nethus always says go south, right? I mean, not south-south, because that one's clearly trapped. Southwest. Let's boost the secret door. All right. You open the secret door. And here is what you see. Alex, describe what you see. I see a small room with a glowing mode of light in it. Ooh. All I see is that mode of light, yeah. Am I right? Yes, vandals have not yet defaced this tiny cramped room. The walls are painted in gold leaf. In the center of the room lies a heap of coins from which poke other glittering prizes, including a chalice, Jewelry, gemstones, and a sword with a jeweled hilt. Well, that seems extremely suspicious. Oh my goodness. There's actually Um, treasure in this tower. There is no magic. It seems extremely suspicious nonetheless. The only other spell besides the long strider of cast today is still going. It's called Fine Traps. Is Do I see any... Oh, wait, how long does Fine Traps last? I don't know. I thought it was 10 minutes level, but I'll have to check that. I'm not sure. I just don't know if it was an instantaneous or it's a one minute a level, so it's still active. Okay, that's the question. One minute level. All right, give me a perception check to detect traps. Okay, and this is an inside bonus... To half Equal to level. half your level. To wine. All right. And tears to wine, and which is an enhancement, wine. so it all stacks. So it's 18 plus 23 plus 4. Uh, oh no, 18 plus 5 is 23. 23. Plus 4 is 27. 27. That's whatever this is. This is a 17, so that's a 44. Okay. This shit's booby trap. You look very carefully, and like you can see underneath it is very shoddy wood. So it looks like if someone were to grab something off of this, the shift in weight would drop them into the pit. Hey guys, guys, wait, 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 wait. Oh. If you grab something off there, you're gonna fall into a pit. That's shoddy, that wood's gonna collapse on you and you're gonna just go down. Yeah, it looks like it could maybe support the weight of one lightweight person, but if two or more people, especially people in heavy armor enter, it will collapse. Can anybody fly? I mean, well, Gareth and Maldrick yeah. both have f- flown in the past. So. Sure. I mean, I haven't cast just really m- many spells. Do you want to see if that. that's like real treasure? I don't know. It looks like uh, it's it's real treasure. There's like it, there's, it's not magical. It's it's real treasure. It's just oh, we getting it might drop later. into a pit. Maybe. Um, you can also just have Dectin like 
scoop deck was like i'll take care of this and he just starts scooping it with mage hand and that's what he's gonna do oh. the rest of this episode <laughs> oh good call good call that's awesome there we go yeah gonna have to uh, drawback of this is the bag of holding will be inaccessible unless you return to declan okay okay or unless we go grab declan and bring him to us yeah either way declan has the bag as he's shoveling treasure okay that's good. How much treasure? Uh, but you now know that it is not really traversable through this area. In fact, I will now reveal the trap area for you all. Okay. It is that yeah. white square with a T. Well, I guess we try the real door then. Yup. There's nothing else in that room then other than treasure? It's blocked beyond. Yeah, it's all covered in... There's uh, debris blocking... Okay. Excuse me, the west and the south. All right, well, refresh invisibility and go. All right, you go on up to the main door, or the real door, rather, not main door, and I scroll to the correct chamber. That door is locked, but you have an adamantine spear. Yep, I stab the door. Okay, you stab the door, and you break it open, and here is what is in here. I will read this area. Coal-filled braziers illuminate the room with a dull yellow light. Its walls are lined with great iron cages. Some are empty, while others hold the skeletal or desiccated remains of a fantastic array of supernatural beings. The corpses hang from rusty manacles and have great iron skewers piercing their bodies. And there is a large gentleman in there. Gentleman. Ooh. Nice. I will shift Z for you guys. Ooh. Large. Like, uh, though the art large. has gear on him, he is not holding that gear currently. Oh, dang, okay. I was hoping it was. Can I detect chaos? Yeah, uh, you detect chaos? Yeah. I'm right here. No chaos. Yeah, there's chaos right there. Gareth thinks chaos. Gareth thinks chaos. <laughs> he looks up at you. He's kind of like, oh, he's supposed to be in one of the cages even though he's large. Okay. Okay, he's a large guy. Yeah, so the, that set of cages in there, he's caged. He's just kind of slumped over. You look at the table. It looks to be filled with a collection of small clay bowls filled with blood, gobbets of flesh, flensed bones, and other grisly evidence of what happens in this chamber. Uh, the door is supposed to have been locked with a masterwork lock, but... I have an adamantine spear. Yeah. Uh, hello. Are you here to torture me? His voice is booming, like the walls are shaking a little level of booming. Don't tempt me! As much fun as I think Isaiah would have with that, no. <laughs> Good. Isaiah, as you look at him, despite how injured and damn, like, beaten he is, there is what can only be described as a raging fire in his eyes. And I would like anyone who has it to make a knowledge planes check on this gentleman. Ooh, I have it. Ooh, ooh I have, I so have that. That is my favorite uh, That's knowledge. gonna be a... And Zach's gonna go to quote <laughs> our friend. Zach is going to pog at this floor. That's a 24, but I'm sure Gareth's is higher. Uh, actually, I rolled a natural one, so uh, it's about, there's only three- Magic? Oh, that would have been worse than that. You want to try your uh, knowledge planes? I also got like a 21. Oh yeah, I've got a good knowledge planes. I got great knowledge planes, but not when I roll a natty one. 
total of 25. All right, with you guys putting your heads together, this is a Nephilim. The strength and stature of this giant-sized human is matched only by the nobility of its bearing. They are true neutral outsiders, and you get three facts. Habitat and organization. All right. Uh, <laughs> they I are... Mean, like, yeah, it's really not important, I feel like, what we take, but... Nephilim are the offspring of demigods who bred with humans, which makes them giants. They stand at 11 feet tall and weigh about 1,100 pounds, and their divine heritage grants them a lifespan of almost 600 years. They are a very secretive race, and I'm going to tell you about some of the cool shit they have. They have a defensive ability called Soul of Sorrow, which gives them uh, a bonus to will saves against any fear effect or effect that causes sorrow, like crushing despair. They have DR10 magic, uh, cold and fire resistance 10, spell resistance 19, and they have an ability called Crushing Blow, which is when they deal a critical hit, target must make a save or a fort saver be staggered to take 3d6 additional non-lethal damage. And then an ability called Mortal Challenge that I am not going to describe because I want to save that for when it happens, if it happens. So, quick question. Do they have Sea Invisible? That's the only thing I care about. Uh, they have dark vision. Okay, awesome. <laughs> I'm and Retha, you are a fan of the law. Yes. On this particular Nephilim, you see on his right bicep are two crimson wings tattooed on his, on his arm, and on the left side there are three tattooed. If anyone wants to give me a knowledge religion I, check. I, yes. Megan, know what that is, but Megan's Retha does not have knowledge, knowledge religion. religion. I do. <laughs> All right, Gareth. I, this, let's hope I don't know anyone this one. It's raggy. It's, yeah, it is. Isaiah <laughs> <laughs> oh, passes with Isaiah's got it. So, so got this, it. Is, this... this is why Zach will be pogging. Um, this will be why Zach's pogging. He is emblazoned on his body, the whole, what can be described as a modified symbol of Regathiel with his five red wings. One of which got torn off as Regathiel fought his father, the Archdevil Dispatter, to the death, and neither of them died. Yep. The reason it took me a while is because I was trying to see if they specified which side. Which side the wing is missing on? Oh, yeah. yeah. No. It doesn't say, so I'm going the with the fact. The don't have solid images. What? Yeah, the fact that um, his symbol specifies a red wing on the right side is why I decided that was the torn one. Uh, if someone wants to tell me I'm wrong, please join our Discord and tell me I'm wrong. Can we both join our Discord? Join the Discord. The join our Discord. Gareth, give me a heel check, by the way. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, I don't think you can actually fail this heal check because uh, uh, this dude, this dude is sitting at eight hit points. He is weak. Gotten the shit kicked out of him. He is weak as what hell. Happened? His breathing is very labored. Do you want? Do you want? Do you maybe want to heal him first? I don't know. Making demands. Is he a bad guy? I don't know much about him. Who put you here? I mean, he's got a symbol of Regathiel, so he can't be that bad. Yeah, Regathiel is also the lawful good god of uh, Imperial Lord, rather. Oh, he is a uh, Known as the General of Vengeance. Bloody fucking vengeance. <laughs> the awful. sickest lawful good deity out there. Alright, fine. He said it. I love Regathiel. Gareth steps forward. 
Actually, he's one of the what? few lawful good deities I'll consider worshiping one of the most metal ones. I don't know if he exactly beats Vildice, though. Vildice, Gorum, and Ragthiel just have fights over who's the most absolute metal. Who's so. the most metal god? And they never decided because they just enjoy the fight so much they forget why they're fighting. <laughs> Alright, Garrus, Garrus' invisibility drops. He comes over and looks at him and says, You want to be healed up? Are you okay? That's kind of what I do. <sighs> Please. Alright, so. Heal me. What do? I will join your fight. Damn. <laughs> okay. We'll you you guys can see like the fire like in his eyes like there is a rage there. I get a sense like, motive a... on that though. Yeah, you can. Alright, so twenty nine on a sense motive. This guy wants revenge on the fuckers that put him in jail. Okay. He wants to beat the ever lover, ever loving fuck out of whoever did this to him. Yeah. Okay, so... This guy is like, heal me. I want to fight. Okay. I want to kick some ass. What can you tell us about your imprisoners? We'll do a. Oh, my imprisoners, the Mistress of Thorns. Because I don't have to channel the gift because he's not here, I'll use a cure serious on this dude. Because, all right. Is the Mistress of Thorns like something we'd know about? Uh, yeah, she was in the letter that was on Uzarkus. Like that she was wrote like... the letter? Or... No, no. She, she was, was mentioned in the letter. 31 yeah. for him. 31 hit points back. All right, he's... After healing that, he just sort of, like, stands up in his cage, just grabs the bars... I'm moving and back. ...and wrenches them apart I'm moving back with his and bare hands. Now doing my invisibility thing. <laughs> and he stands up. He is, like, this... Retha's tall. Retha's, what, like, 6'6 six, six with her horns? Yep. Before the horns, I thought. He's, like, twice Retha's heights, including horns. <laughs> yeah, Retha's, Retha's like, 6'6". Six, six. Before the horns, like seven, seven and a half feet, about with them. Yeah, he's like still twice your height. He's like 13, 15 Jeez. feet tall. As he moves back, he's like, you will does the shirt great? And just like gets back quickly away from this. And as he does, he kneels down and like slams his fist on the ground as he's uh, like bowing and thanks. Uh, and there's a solid imprint in the floor where his fist was. And he rises again. I am Jehau, son of Ragathiel. The mistress imprisoned me to find a weakness in my father and slay him. How's his name spelled? J-H-E-R-A-O. Jerao. I said it kind of Jerhau because of the breathiness I put in his voice. This will be good. The Mistress of Thorns is nearly a barbed devil, but she was able to capture me, claim my gear, and tortured me, but I did not break. The son of the General of Vengeance is not that weak. Arm me, brethren, and I will fight by your side. Retha's just like, well, I've fought devils before. Can't be that hard to do it again. Wait, do we have things that'll fit him? Sure. Uh, the great swords might work as bastard swords for him. Isai, you saw some large equipment in the in that treasure pile. Okay. Go back to Declan. Get it. Our friend might have some. Let's see. 
And, yeah, in the pile is his gear. Oh. Uh. As he screams in joy, MY WEAPONS! BEHOLD MY STUFF! <laughs> and he does, in fact, grab a large bastard sword out of the pile. Yeah. <laughs> and as he grabs it, you see it becomes infused with the power and is now a magical plus two flaming bastard sword. Yeah. <laughs> that should help. I'm hogging. I cannot begin to tell you how excited I am that there was a fucking Regathiel dude on this floor. Yeah. And uh, he's just like... <sighs> like steam is escaping his mouth. Uh, from the sheer amount of heat his body exudes from being, you know, fucking Regathiel's kid. Does he have to squeeze yeah. through this hallway here, then? Uh, he will have to be squeezing, though, yes. While he's doing that, Retha will just kind of, like, side-eye Baldrick and presumably Isaiah, and just, like, under her breath in, in Infernal be like, is that just me, or is he just, like, a little, a little scary? Just a little. But in a good way. In a good way, oh, of course. Isaiah, <laughs> as you stand next to that cage... You see what looks to be a dead Morlock, but you look closer. Um, it is a suit stitched out of Morlock hide draped across a skeleton. What a curious project. And no, I'm not intimidated by that one. When you've served the Lord of Midnight, you know true fear. Morlock hide is actually a specific magic item. Is it it's, really? It's free money, basically. Uh, this plus one yeah, shadow he's... leather armor causes the wearer's skin to warp and distort into a welter of horrid scarification. Uh, the armor itself disappears from view under this coat of scars, and the wearer's face appears to as a loathsome eyeless veil of flesh. The change is illusory, similar to glamour. It does cause the wearer's arms and legs to extend. Your posture becomes hunched. You gain a bonus in acrobatics climb an escape artist, uh, and you can move through narrow spaces while squeezing at normal speed with no base penalty to AC or attack rolls. So you could put this on... Jerow, and he wouldn't take penalty from squeezing, but I don't really think you guys want a giant. I don't think he wants to wear I'm it. I'm pretty sure he'd eat it before, he, like eat it and destroy it before he wears it. Yeah, let's just yeah. This guy's a total edge lord, and I mean that literally. He's got a bastard sword. He is one might say an edgy bastard. He is an edgy bastard. He's the bastard son of Regathiel, according to him. All right, so we go follow him. I guess he's running the... All right, and he has 39 hit points. He could have had more, but I don't know what his total was. How did, bad did he look? I could do it more. But... He was at eight hit points. He looked very bad. Okay. He looks to be okay now, but not like not even like at half. We'll get him. We'll get him there as we go through battle. That won't be a problem. You do have the wand and stuff you can spam, too. Sure. Yeah, I forgot about the wand. Yeah. So yeah, there is the door to the south of the room you were just in, the Interrogation Chamber of Truths. Uh, also, if you want to roll knowledge planes what a barbed devil is, you can. Like, do I get any specific bonus for studying devils particularly? Yeah, I'll give you a bonus. Oh, okay. <laughs> 34. You'll get a uh, plus 10 on this. Because you're a Hell Knight. As I, you get the same bonus. 25. Oh, plus how much? 10. So a 35. Yeah. You guys know about yeah, barbed devils, I the Hamatula devils. They're horrible. Yep. They are, you guys get, with your stuff, you get three bonus facts. Uh, they are lawful, evil, medium, outsiders, devil, evil, extra plane, or lawful. They're evil uh, Normal devil stuff. Yeah, they're evil outsiders, devil, you know, 
DR10 alignment, immune to fire, poison, energy resistances, spell resistance, blah, 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 blah. You guys know that basics. You don't know the exact traits. values, but you know that they have that. Special attacks? Special attacks. They have a couple. Barbed defense, fear, grab, and impale. Cool. Cool, cool. Very, very cool. And several spell like abilities. So who wrote this level? I just have to ask. I thought I read it to you we guys. Well, it's been a couple. Made... Tim Hitchcock, well, who's done a lot of like the horror novels, well, like in Carrying Crown and I stuff. Love Tim Hitchcock because... Yeah, he wrote Carrying Crown three. He wrote, I think he wrote Carrying Hill as well. Carnival of Tears, which is a creepy haunted carnival. I think he wrote this level with me in mind because evil outsiders also are affected by my channel. He also wrote yeah. the Ruby Phoenix pog. Tournament. Pog 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 pog. And a uh, book three of Giant Slayer. Awesome. Oh, so one of the good books of Giant Slayer. Yeah, one of the good books of Giant Slayer. <laughs> Maybe possibly the, the only good book of Giant Slayer? I like book, book six. Book one is pretty good, actually. Book one and book six are really good. We should yeah. open the store. Open the door. Keep going. Uh, yeah, Declan has uh, finished shoveling treasure because you guys took some time. Jerhal comes back. The door is locked. Armored ones. I mean, it looks so it's like there are several armored ones. Retha just smashes the door again. <laughs> or be gone. Or tries to. We have a giant adamantine lockpick. <laughs> yeah. It's very effective. Retha stabs the lock and melts it open. And I will reveal the hallway. I wanted to take care of it. It's the other side of that pile, that tunnel. Whoa. <laughs> Retha's just like, man, why do we ever even need a lockpicker, huh? I have, a, I have a good way to do it, too. You gotta let me do a door sometime. Ah. This passage, short passage, leads to a short. closed door. The walkway is littered with piles of stone bowls, skulls, crudely carved idols, and large chunks of quartzite, hematite, and other semi-precious minerals. A yellowish light leaks from the crack at the bottom of the door. That's this light over here. Ah. And there's hallways. Yay. Yay. There's two halls, and green light emanating in each. And as well, I, you see the spire. Uh, I believe your dark vision is far enough to see that you you see the green yeah. glow of the spire in this central chamber. Yep. Do we? And potentially a small creature. Creature. I'm casting my. Yeah, you look like what looks like a Morlock, just kind of standing guard. I'm casting my second second level spell. Morlocks. Find traps again because I it hasn't expired yeah. yet. Oh, okay, never mind. I'll wait. Yeah, just it has, it's probably gonna expire like after a little bit more explanation, but it is not expired yet. And uh, yeah, so do you go down the hallway as I sees, or do you go to the south to the east or to the south? South, I'll make the judgment. All right, Matthew votes to the south. Alright. Nethus always says go south. I really love how we've all just been living by Nethus always says go south. Uh, is that a door? Yeah, that's a door. Well, it's the, it's the corollary should, should we... to uh, Gozer always says go west. There are several doors in this hall. Should we just right hand rule it and start taking them? I would. I forgot to clear I the track. Open that. Sorry, Find man. out which door most looks like a broom closet and open that one first. They all look like shitty broom closet doors. Open the door, yeah. the first one we come into. Uh, Sam, I believe you... I tilted it so that you can actually see a little bit of a crack. Yeah. 
We punch open the door then. <laughs> you kick open the door. And inside you see one, two, three, four Morlocks, heavily armored Morlocks with gear. And what can only be described as a brute of a Morlock. Ooh, big boy. Is that Yu-Gi-Oh art? Yes, that's, it's kind of, yeah, it is. That's badass. Good. That is. that is badass, yeah. It's uh, it's the Kaiser Vorse Raiders, one of the uh, 25th anniversary Kaiba Mu cards uh, that he got a bunch of upgraded cards for it. Do you want us to roll for initiative? Perhaps uh, you will provide more of a challenge. Not yet, because I have some exposition to scream first. As you've entered a room, you ready for the name of this room, guys? Yes. The Warrior. The room retains its original shape, though the walls are covered with crude pictographic graffiti depicting humanoids committing obscene and violent acts. Piles of rubble form several makeshift bunkers, a defensive barricade facing a single door set to the north wall. And you see, in, in undercommon, the big, the brute-looking Morlock goes, I am Anuk Tog! Are you enemy or ally? And he brandishes his ridiculous-looking axe. Of the axe. His very vicious-looking uh, great axe. Vicious-looking, you say? Vicious-looking, I say. Oh, vicious has a different meaning in Batman. I mean, does anyone here speak Undercommon? I do. I do. Nope. Cool. I'll let Gareth talk. I'm not gonna talk. I'm invisible. I don't want to give off where I am. Screw you, you dog. <laughs> I don't want to talk. <laughs> I don't want to talk. Bro, I'm not even at the room. I'm, I'm way, I'm behind yeah. you. <laughs> well, I'm not talking, so I like being invisible and then not knowing where I am. I'll, I'll peek. I'll, Remember that 11 armor class. In the hallway. Uh, I'll peek around the corner and go, uh, I think foe. Uh, prepare to die. It is you who will die as he flies into a rage and we'll see you in two weeks. Ah, uh, yes! Warlock. <laughs> Alright, see you guys. It's a warlock, Morlock. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Dungeon Dive Bar. To keep tabs on what we're up to, follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at, at @bardungeon on Facebook at facebook.com slash dungeondivebar, and on Tumblr at dungeondivebar.tumblr.com. You can also find more information about us at our link tree, including links to our fan Discord server and Twitch. You can find that at l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash dungeondivebar. To hear our episodes a little bit early and get access to some behind-the-scenes extras, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dungeondivebar. A very special thank you to our middle shelf and top shelf patrons. Happy Cyclops, Jacob, Mirwolf, 22 Plus, and Bellandora. Thanks, and see you at the bar.